0: Al-Bernamid U'Addinu F'il Yawm Jumaa, Yawm Jumaa, Yawm Jumaa. Program of Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cave. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to the Friday Naseekah It's uh, 10.42 And uh, I am in the studio with uh, Sheikh Anwar Adamson this morning Speaking about Um, Once again, a very serious topic But something that needs to be discussed Because uh, as Muslims we understand uh, That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us Also, uh, uh, apart from Also all the blessings that we receive And even the tests are a blessing upon us Alhamdulillah So this morning we're speaking about hardship and sacrifice Now, Sheikh, when we look at this topic And um, obviously like we mentioned before the break People shy away from this Uh, When we speak about hardship, no one wants to hear about it No one wants to... Uh, so to speak, no one wants to feel the difficulty, uh, or taste, uh, you know, that that, uh, that difficulty. And also, when we look at um, students studying for exams, it's not a nice uh, thing to go and st- sacrifice your your pleasurable time, your your time with your friends, to go sit and study those books. But obviously, there's, there's, there's a link between the two, between hardship and sacrifice, and the fruits thereof. And if you don't see the 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 the, the, the benefits of uh, what you are in t- uh, what you're working towards in the dunya, Definitely you will see it in the Akhirah inshallah But of course obviously we'll be talking about that today in detail And uh, Sheikh also once again I would like to make a call that if If these du- people would like us to make a du'a for anyone who's not feeling so well Who's experiencing Balvatship or, uh, or any other thing of the sort We ask, uh, we ask people to send us SMS And maybe we'll have two minutes at the end of her just to make a du'a inshallah For all of those not feeling so well And also for all of those people uh, who are experiencing a bit of difficulty At this time of the inshallah but Sheikh, without further delay, we hand over fighter Fadel fight Mushkura.
1: Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu was salamu ala Rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man walaa. Rabb shraph li cadr, wa yasir li amri. Wahdul ghade tam lisani yafquh kauli. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of the Voice of the Cape. We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continuously shower his choices, mercy and blessings upon us. And we ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the moments that we will be spending together, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevates our status with him. And we ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for anyone that is experiencing any hardship or aches or pain, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate that pain and make it easy for them. Now that you've mentioned in your hardship just in the week, a friend of mine, Walid, his cousin has passed away. Due to cancer, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant that family, sabir insha'Allah, ta'ala and grant all of us good health. Yes, the topic at hand, hardship and sacrifice. And as you've mentioned, it is something that no one would love to speak about, but it's a reality. That I would like to make a challenge today on the voice of the cape to, to ask anyone to call in and we'll give him from the voice of the cape 1000 rand or SMS in. If he has not experienced any hardship in his life. We are willing to pay 1,000 rand. But there is no person in this world that does not experience any hardship. And the type of hardship that we will experience will obviously vary from person to person. You know, many people, when you think about hardship, we think about financial issues. The first thing, we think about money. We think about uh, wealth. We think about many things. But hardship can vary from person to person. A person might have all the wealth in the world, but he experienced hardship. How? Through not having good health, he might have all the money in the world, and he experienced hardship. How? Through his kids, Subhanallah. Or he has all the money in the world, but he is suffering from grief and worry and anxiety. So each and every p- person's hardship will be will be difficult, and will be different. But I want us to reprogram our mindsets. You know, I, if I could use the word to indoctrinate ourselves as Muslims at how we should face hardship. That even the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, each and every prophet of Allah, and this is where the solace and the contentment comes from heart. When we look at the Quran, we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions various stories about his prophets, what they had to go through. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, with, with regards to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah says that we know what they are saying to you, Muhammad, it, is, it harms you, it hurts you, it pains you. فَإِنَّهُمْ لَا يُكَذِّبُونَكَ It is not you that they are blind. وَلَكِنَّ الظَّالِمِينَ بِآيَاتٍ يَجْحَدُونَ It is the sign that you have come with. Now the Prophet ﷺ, his hardship was many. It was physical. And even it was mental. You know, when Aisha anha asked the Prophet ﷺ, and as we know, what was the greatest day, the hardest day in your life? And he mentions that the day that I went to Uhud, he, I'm sorry, Aisha radiallahu anha would have thought that you'd mention the battle of Uhud where he hurt himself, where his tooth was broken and the spear went through the cheek of Prophet ﷺ. So she thought and assumed that he'll mention this was the hardest day. But the, the psychological hardship Prophet ﷺ has gone through is the day he says that he went to Ta'if and he wanted to give these people Islam. He wanted to propagate Islam and that is, the, as all of us know the story, that they... They banished him from from Taif, and that was a psychological hardship that Prophet has gone through. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala grants him solace and says, And each and every prophet before you, O Muhammad sallallahu I want us to take note. Allah is addressing Rasulullah, says, and each and every prophet before you. And who is Rasulullah sallallahu The most beloved to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the best of creation, the one that does not sin. And Subhanallah, can we compare ourselves to Rasulullah? Of course not. And he has gone through many hardships and trials and tests and tribulations. And Allah says, each and every prophet before you has gone through through hardship. So it should not be something strange that when we go through hardships in this world that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not love us. Indeed, it is the complete opposite. My beloved brothers and sisters listening to the radio station, it is the complete opposite. The hadith mentions that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he loves a person, the Hadith says, "Inna Allaha ifa ahabba ib abdan ibtala." That when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala loves a slave, loves a servant of His. Ibtala who Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tests that slave. So this is a sign of the love of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for that particular slave. But unfortunately. We look at it at the opposite way. We think if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes us. This is not the case. And another beautiful hadith where Rasulullah alayhi wa sallam says, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ How wonderful, how amazing, how extraordinary, how sublime is the affair of a believer. إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٍ Each and every matter in his life, it is good for him. In أَصَابَتْ فَشَكَرَ فَذَكَانَ ذَٰلِكَ خَيْرًا لَهُ If something good happens to him, something makes his heart happy, and he is thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is good for him. وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ دَرَّاءُ فَصَبَرَ and if something harm, if some harm befalls him, he goes through a calamity, he finds some hardship, and he has to make some sacrifices, and he is patient, Rasulullah says, فَذَٰلِكَ So as we can see good, when I mean, something is not going in our favor, I and mean, when something is going in our favor, it is always good. And the hadith ends off and says, لَا يَكُونُ إِلَّا لِمُؤْمِنِينَ and this is for none other than a belief of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala.
0: The voice of Sheikh Anwar Adamson. We are on the program Friday Nasihah speaking this morning about hardship and sacrifice. Uh, when we come back from this break, we will continue. Stay tuned on uh, VSC ninety one point three FM. You can also SMS us four seven nine one three. The <laughs> program <laughs> Programme of the Legion on a Friday only on the Voice of the Cape Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh Welcome back to Friday nasiha on the Voice of the Cape uh, in studio with Sheikh Anwar Adamson this morning and speaking about hardship and sacrifice. Um, that's the topic this morning and it takes many uh, various facets. Uh, a lot of the times when we will look at um, what happens with us and, uh, we're talking about maybe little hardships, not necessarily a few massive struggles. But sometimes also we don't necessarily have the patience. We find a guy, uh, he, he pulls out of his driveway in the morning and he gets a flat. And, um, he swears and he goes on because it's difficult now because now he's going to go into his boot and go pull out a spear. And then he goes into the boot and he realizes the spear is also flat and he swears again and he gets upset. And the reality is that even that isn't, is it not, that also not a test from al and in that sense, by virtue of um, how he responds to to the test, uh, he could receive reward from Allah Taala, even assistance, or by virtue of how he may responding negatively, he may just wallow in that difficulty that he's experiencing.
1: Yes, but I, See, I have, as we've mentioned just before, I and your point to remind the listeners that of the hadith that I've mentioned, when good happens to a Muslim, and something not so... So good happens to a Muslim that both these things are are good for him, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentions this. Afan um, Rasul Allah Sallallahu Alaihi mentions this in a hadith. Now you've mentioned a person comes out and he has a flat wheel or a car stuck or whatever the case might be. I'd like you to listen very carefully and ponder on, the, on this moment when something like this happens. You now any small hardship or even a big calamity, may Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala make all our trials and tests and hardships easy for us, that we come out tops, as we know only a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do me a favor. He said, when something happens to you, pause, smile. Allah, you will recognize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you. You will recognize and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is only by testing you. And you will also know, as we have cited earlier, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. You know, the Salaf of sarih the pious predecessors, when things were too going too well with them, they would worry. And imagine this, when things go too well with us, we are happy, we forget about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is one of the reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests us, why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us through hardship, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to come back to Him, wants us to remember Him, wants us to remind, wants to remind us about the favors that He has given us. So when things are going well with us, we are facing our hardships, things are well, life is rose. alhamdulillah, we tend to forget about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we are faced with these small calamities, we knock out hell, we uh, we find a flat in the, you know, uh, during the break, mentioned, you mentioned, know, we are very uh, profane, we just, And we speak and we swear and we use ugly vulgar words when something happens to us. Let us change our mindset. You know, because now you're putting an extra stress on your brain. Instead of focusing on the problem, how to, instead of focusing on, on the solution and how to solve the problem, we are creating another problem by stressing and swearing and going on. So the next time something happens to us, please, brothers and sisters in Islam, smile. I think alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching me. It is only but a test. There is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanting wanting to remind me that he is watching and that he loves me. And as I've cited the hadith, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests that person. And another beautiful hadith that comes in Bukhar and Muslim, the hadith reads, Mayusibul Muslim amin nasabin wala, wasabin wala, hammin wala, hazanin wala eva, wala ramin, hadta shhawketa yusha kua illa ka for Allah beha min khatayyam. And the hadith says that there is not a discomfort that a Muslim goes through, no an illness, no an anxiety, no any grief, or any physical pain, or even a mental worry that a Muslim experiences in this world. All of the above, Rasulullah mentioned. And he goes further and says, "حتى even the thorn, the prick of the thorn, Subhanallah. Except that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala makes atonement for his sin. That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala removes his sins. You know, Subhanallah. You know, people go through many things. They fall. They they break their ankles. Whatever the case might be, they knock their toe. And what do we do? What's the first thing we do? We curse. No. This is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala." Forgiving our sins as the hadith has mentioned all these things discomfort illness anxiety worries, grief and even as small as the prick of a thorn subhanallah? Except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes sins so this is how we positive we turn the negative into into positive thinking when these things happen to us when we go through hardships we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In another narration, Rasulullah alayhi salatu salam mentioned, and he says, that the person will continue to walk on this earth and there will not be a trace of sin for him. You know, for those people that are suffering with various illnesses, you know, they're bedridden with this cancer with whatever sickness it is you know this is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala imagine all the pain that they are experiencing currently right now they might be thinking subhanallah i used to make my salah i used to fast in the month of ramadan remember this following hadith rasulullah sallallahu from the mubarak lips of muhammad sallallahu wa, alayhi wa sallam, he says أَشَدُّ النَّاسِ bala'an al-anbiya that the people that go through the worst trials the most severe trials and tribulations and hardship al-anbiya are the, com- are the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most beloved, those do not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Then those lower in status, and those lower in status. And the person will be tested according to the level of his iman. So when your test is severe, your shihaatship is great, know that your level of iman is great. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows for a surety that you can handle it. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, La yukallifullahu nafsan illa wusaha that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not burden any person beyond His scope. So when you go through a hardship, know for sure that you are able to bur- to handle this burden from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as I've mentioned, so many negativities we need to change into to positive thoughts. You know, instead of being a pessimistic person, we become an optimistic person. And this is what our has taught us, SubhanAllah. And there are many, many advice, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in the Quran, We know the ayah, we know the ayah, where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, we'll test you from some fear and some poverty and loss of wealth and death. But what, what does Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala say further? And give glad tidings, to those who are patient. Who are they? قَالُوا in Lillahi wa inna رَاجِعُونَ They are the people when a calamity befalls them, they say, Inna Lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un." Indeed from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do we come, and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we will return. So my dearest beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, you know we are going to face hardship. We are going to go through this. We are going to go through trials. But how we deal with it, it is of paramount importance that we turn our thoughts into positive thoughts. That we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of us. And as I've mentioned, when things used to go well with the Salafus salih, the pious predecessors, they would worry, they would become worried that where is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they understood the ayat, they understood the ahadith, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala test him. And I'm sure many of us now, we would love to embrace those hardships. I'm not saying we must make dua for hardships now. Allah subhanahu wa Taala hardship will come in his time, in his appointed time. But when these hardships does come, we are mentally prepared that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
0: Voice of uh, Sheikh Arwa Alibson, and this is, of course, program Friday Friday Naseekha. Just before we go any further, I see some easy pieces that have come through on the SMS line, 47903. Uh, While well, Sheikh takes the super so I just like to share that with uh, the listener. Of course, uh, one says, uh, "Wassalamu Alaikum, uh, uh, Buddha Fasikh," and Sheikh, please make dua for the families in Blakistop that is going through hardship and difficulty, even for parents. Who is looking for work me a two year contract, and no they put the now they put their houses on sale uh one needs to get a new place to stay before the winter comes uh, jazinan. another one says for be- shukran for a beautiful programs sad part is what they use you send all the beautiful to us to your loved ones, but what is more important is uh, the dua on the physical help when you are by the means to help the person to meet their needs Shukran Another one Salaamu Alaikum People make uh, sometimes people make your problems uh, more difficult for example looking for a place to rent they ask too much money for deposit and higher rents which make your life very difficult Shukran Another one Salaam Mubarak Beautiful topic Mashallah So true Shukran for the reminder Alhamdulillah That's from Sumaya and the rest of the Bihadin families inshallah. I mean, Well of course Sheikh uh, we we're speaking about hardship and sacrifice and one thing sheik that always comes into focus when we look at these things is um, Obviously how parents deal with situations that is how the kids are going to deal <laughs> with situations So if the parents look at a, at the difficulty and say "Subhanallah," they say in the and they carry on the child is going to learn that patience, and the child's going to learn that this is the way that they need to conduct their life, in order to get closer to Allah Subhanahu. Because if Allah is foremost in their mind, but if the if the if the child sees that the parent uh, responds to a situation by becoming frustrated, and feeling powerless, then that child will also respond in the same way, and grow up feeling frustrated, frustrated and powerless. And you'll see this when you look at kids. Um, growing up and swearing when something uh, goes wrong And you ask yourself, but where does it come from? Mm. And uh, you need to go and visit the homes of those kids mm. And you find their parents do exactly the same thing So, inshallah, obviously the importance of the role that parents pray in providing a good example also
1: Yes, Brother Faseek, you know, you've mentioned those things it's, it's amazing that these kids, when they are young They pick up many, many traits of, of, of their parents, mother and father Whether it's from the mother, only whether it's from the father Only whether it's from both of them but as you've mentioned, rightfully, that we, as parents, we continuously—we we do not realize that we are continuously educating our children, whether it is negatively or whether it is positively. So as you've mentioned, and how we respond to to certain. Uh, Scenarios and certain issues in our in issues in our lives we'll find that our kids subhanallah They tend to pick up those traits and those habits, you know as parents We should always be careful to instill good akhlaq into our children You know, we should not have the attitude of do do as I say and don't do as I do You know, That's not the, uh, the attitude that we, we should add to with regards when being a parent as kids We can tell them but our action will ultimately be the way that they that they will learn so as parents I would encourage us that if if any hardship and calamity We show in front of our show We say Alhamdulillah Or we say Subhanallah Or we, we bear it with a smile As I've mentioned In this way We'll also be rearing our kids In a good uh, Healthy Islamic environment And then they will also be able to To deal with hardships That They will definitely be Tested with hardships So when they grow up They will be dealing with hardships You know we had uh, Recently Our, our matriculator has, has written I'm sure that for some now for you and I, that might not be a hardship. But for matriculant, going through matric, he's finally off of school. That's a hardship to him. And as I've mentioned, that people's hardship will be completely different to the others. And he might be stressing, and he might be going through many hardship. He cannot sleep at night. He has anxiety, has worries. So how does he deal with this? As I've mentioned, he deals with it in a positive way. This is only but a test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That these tests and hardship will not be there forever. It is only there for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to test us. And when we pass the test, inshaAllah ta'ala... Then we move on,
0: inshallah. Inshallah. Once again, speaking about hardships and sacrifice, with Sheikh Anwar Addison who's in studio with us. We're gonna go for that break. When we come back, we'll have more for you. Stay tuned. The program on the day of programs on the Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back. It's Friday Naseekah on the Voice of the Cape uh, with Sheikh Anwar Adamson, uh, speaking about hardship and sacrifice. And also before the break, uh, we mentioned kids uh, and parents responsibility towards their kids in terms of how they look at uh, things and also Sheikh mentioned um, matriculants a lot of times when people leave um when, once we've we're done with matric we kind of forget the sacrifices and hardships uh upon matriculants when they're writing their finals in the stress it's like ah I men you know they must just get good marks the reality is they're thinking about the future at that point. Um, if I get good marks, I'm going to get a good. Uh, get into a good university, I'm going to get a good job. So that's on their minds and if they don't achieve that, they will. obviously they won't, won't get what they intended to get. So that is something that matriculants sit with and they're thinking about look I'm 18 now, by 23 I want to be qualified as a CA or this or that or the other. Mm. And so the support of the family is important at that time but also the stress is immense and um, at that point the hardship of not having much contact with your friends, not having much uh, time to yourself because everything is all about study, study, study and sacrificing for this, for this final exam that you're going to write. So also, in, in a sense, when we look at that, how, we're speaking about hardship, but how can parents make this experience easier for their kids uh, in terms of what advice can they give them? Um, because also parents are also on the kids' heads saying, you know what, we need to get good marks because you need to get near, but the reality is that also we're only human. And at the end of the day, we can only achieve as much as we can. So, what is Shaykh's advice to parents to make help make things easy for the kids?
1: <laughs> you quote me, off guard you Inshallah, we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to assist us, and to, we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for the matriculation that has written it. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala grant them and give them good positive, you know, good marks. You know, as they are also representing the the the, the dean of islam we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all their future endeavors that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them all that which is good and that they uh, achieve their goals that they want you know before i get into what you've asked me to do I just made, you just made me realize one thing is that don't forget the hardships you know when you've passed the test alhamdulillah you've gone through hardship the one of the benefits of going through hardship is that it makes us appreciate our future when the hardship is no longer there, it is gone. We have to look back and appreciate subhanAllah I've gone through this hardship and now I appreciate this good health that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me. all this bounty and this favor that I'm appreciating, this this good life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me. So this is maybe one of the benefits of going through a hardship. Just to make this to remind us that what you have currently now Alhamdulillah is something that you've worked for. And the matriculants as you've mentioned, when they are done with matric, Alhamdulillah, we are done. But going forward, my advice for all matrix would be that remember the sacrifice that you've gone through, and appreciate what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gives you in the future. It's only what we put in that that what we reap that we will, we will or we sow, so sorry that yeah. we will. We will reap at the end of the day. So look back at the hardships. So for the parents you've mentioned, what advice could I give them? Subhanallah. It's constantly to put you know the 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 advice of taqwa into your children, remind them of the sacrifices that they've gone through, remind them of the nights that they've gone through and not the sleepless nights and the worry and anxiety. And also remind them of 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 our family values that your family has stood by you. And these type of things. So that would be my advice inshallah, ta'ala with regards to the parents giving advice to the children. And as I've mentioned we we wish the very best for our matriculants and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Quran and Barak in their lives. And another way of, of, of dealing with hardship you know is that um, Rasulullah ﷺ says that that look at the person who is beneath you and recognize the favors of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala sometimes when we go through difficulty and calamities or any hardship we tend to look at the person who has a better life than us and Rasulullah ﷺ has discouraged us to do this he's in fact encouraged us to look at the person who are who are in a less fortunate position than ourselves why? So you remind yourself that you are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has still given you Greater Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given that, per- that person But what do we tend to do is When we go through any hardship We look at the person who is better off than us and what happens? We start to forget the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us And let me make it quite clear to each and every listener listening that you know, this dunya that we are chasing and, and running after, we think that the the wealth and the, the financial issues and money of this world, we think that that is true happiness. You know, I've come across many, many people that have me- lots of money. You know, when we speak of money, I mean they are wealthy, but they are still not happy. And and I ask myself, we ask ourselves, how is this possible? And for those of us, we do not have money. We think that if we have a million rent, we have th- one billion rand, we think we're going to be happy. And we find this man says, I've I've had the entire, you know, world at my disposal. I can go wherever I want to go. But you still find that he's not happy. So Israel is still different. Rasulullah says that, you know, one of the things that we have is good health, is a blessing from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. When we open up our eyes, these two blessings, our eyes. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this way we'll ensure بإذن الله تعالى, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continuously showers His mercy and His blessings upon us. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says La Inshaqirtum, La Azidan Nakum. That if you are if you show gratitude towards me, La Azidan I will increase for you. You know also in a time of hardship, think of the positive things. Think of what you do have. Think of your health, think of many things, you know if you look at Surah uh, Alam Nashrah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says Alam Nashrah laka sadarak, have you not opened up your chest? وَوَضَعْنَا wa Anka wizrak And we've taken away the burden from you, the rhetorical question Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala posed to Rasulullah Alayhi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam الَّذِي أَنْقَلَ That burden that has caused your back to stoop, low meaning it was a heavy burden on Rasulullah Alayhi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam rafa'na laka dhikrak And we've risen you. State this with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are rhetorical questions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked Rasulullah. Do you not open your chest to Islam? And this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing this to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, it is also a lesson for each one of us. It's a very short surah and I want us to ponder over the surah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked him certain questions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already knows the answer to. For you ask yourself, have we not given you Islam? Of course we've given you Islam For us as believers Have we not given you Iman The greatest fame of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Have we not given you good health It's not the verse This what, what um, we are posing And we are deducing from the surah Have we not given you your health Have we not given you your sight All these things that Allah, that We need to ask ourselves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Reinforcing the positive thing that Rasulullah alayhi wa sallam. And this came at a time When Rasulullah sallallahu wa Was experiencing hardship So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us, all of us, that when you go through hardship, try and find the positive and the good thoughts in our hardship. That when we go through something difficult, I lose my car, alhamdulillah, I still have my health. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all healthy and and, and save us from from major calamities. For example, we lose our house. But the positive thing is, I still have my children. Subhanallah. You know, I've gone through this, but, Alhamdulillah, I still have the ability to make salah with jama'ah. Or oh, I go through something like that, Alhamdulillah, to, I, at least Allah has given me Iman. So we continuously try to find a positive things. And we also tend to look at those who are not worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, and then we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them. And we can't understand, I make salah five times a day, I do this, I'm so pious, I'm this and whatever the case will be, Allah tests us. Why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving that? The hadith mentioned, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a person, Allah causes his calamity to come quick all the time. But if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not love a person, Allah grants him good life and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him everything. Why? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants him to go further and further astray. So brothers and sisters, is hardship really something which is hard? No. I would say a hardship is only a reminder from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is good for us. A reminder is good for a believer to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists, not to punish us, not to burden us, not because Allah dislikes us, it's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his infinite wisdom and mercy knows that he, he loves us.
0: So Sheikh, by what Sheikh is saying, I I gather that this dunya is for us to work in, so that we can enjoy the akhirah, for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It, it, uh, my, my, What I'm summarizing out of this is This dunya is for us to work in So that we can enjoy the akhirah we can go on holiday in the Akhira. <laughs> Inshallah, that's
1: ultimately what it is. No, just uh, Shaikh, now,
0: just uh, Sheik now. Sheikh, also, just another thing now, uh, obviously, switching gears. Um, before we do conclude, I believe that the, the school, uh, the um, school known as Mahad Al Lugha Al Arabiya, that mm. Sheikh, has, uh, um, is Sheikh is part of, has recently had a graduation. Uh, does Sheikh just want to tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, has As blessed us now, alhamdulillah, our Arabic school that is going has been going on for two years now. We've completed our first year this year and our second year. Alhamdulillah, so we've had our graduation on Wednesday. Alhamdulillah, first and second years, and amazingly, for see our students has written when they when they started with us. They uh, could not speak a word of Arabic mm. And Alhamdulillah they can speak Obviously not as fluent mm. as, as when you live in Arabic But they can speak They can understand some khutbas they used to say And the exam was completely Arabic There was not a single English word on that on that exam paper It was completely Arabic mm. And I asked them like When you started yeah, you, you could not believe you'd be reading these things in Arabic You the know, other buddies Alhamdulillah they They've done that, so I'd like to congratulate our students and our teachers and my fellow teachers, Sheikh Luqman, Plato and Sheikh Wasfi you know, for standing and and, and 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 teaching for the entire year. So I'd like to congratulate each and every student, you yeah. know, and and for those who are interested in learning the Arabic language, wanting to be able to speak the language, read, understand and write the language, you know, they are free to join us. Our website is very simple: www.learnarabic. You want to learn Arabic? Learnarabic.co.zw. Have a look at the website, Inshallah Taala. And come join us inshallah. It's very really fun. See there's some comments here what some students had to say about the school and we said negative, positive, put on, be speak the truth. Yeah. If you did not enjoy it and you want to comment it, bismillah, you know? Give us your comments, inshallah. Inshallah. That. And
0: obviously, the website once again is www.learnarabic.crz uh, for Mahad Al Lugha Al Arabia, which is, of course, the school, uh, institution mm-hmm. of Arabic learning, uh, inshallah. I mean. so just before we do conclude, we have two more minutes. Uh, I just want to read out some messages that uh, we have received uh, here. The one says, <clears throat> Again, let me just uh, uh, click that and go back. The one says here, um, Saddam Sheikh and Fasih. If you do tawaf three times or more, you must sign off. Or more, you, might, you might sigh after every tawaf shukran sh, uh, so much Or must you sigh after every tawaf Because it's not the program I think for that I think maybe we should pass it on to QA uh For an answer uh, to that Salaam. I don't know We uh, Okay, this this one uh, This person also mentioning the archer But asking us not to read it out E So, but I, I read the story And subhanAllah it's uh, very harrowing Make the Allah subhanAllah Grant this person ease mm. inshallah mm. uh, then salamu alaykum uh, Beaming with pride for the inspiring lecture Alhamdulillah From the Monday night Arabic class <laughs> and then, Saddam Sheikh and Fasih, a greeting as he's talib leaving on the 13th December from 9 a.m., leaving residence 9, Siris Road in Gulhas, Crossy Park. And it says, Shukran, Shukran. And then, uh, another message, Saddam Sheikh, uh, can Sheikh please make to For Washida Muhammad, Muhammad, who's very sick and in the In Khruddhiske hospital. And it comes from a cousin Bahia, Amina uh, Washida. And then, Saddam Sheikh, uh, her husband is sick and his man is so great. And sometimes I feel I must learn from him, Bless him in abundance, inshallah. I mean, so yes, sir, uh, Shaykh, uh, um, those uh, there's that message coming through, and then uh, just the final one that says here yeah, uh, okay, this one speaking about property and council and sewage and all of these things and the difficulty they're having in terms of paying all of these things and all the cost that is being uh, mounted upon them. But we make that Allah's plan to make it easy for these people. But yeah, to offer those who are not feeling so well and those who are experiencing hardship, inshallah, we've got about let's say 30 40 seconds, inshallah.
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اللهم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا مولانا انك انت التوب اللهم يسر أمورنا, الله ما يسر امورنا كلها اللهم يسر امورنا كلها اللهم يسر امورنا كلها اللهم اجعلنا من الصابرين واجعلنا من المتقين Amen. اللهم اشف مرضانا و al أجمعين ajma'ina يا rahmati موتانا المسلمين يا ذا الجلال سبحان ربك رب يصفون على المرسلين
0: لله so much for joining us And all the best for the rest of the day mubarak to Sheikh
1: family